Tonight we're debuting a new series with our Randy Kay. We're calling it the 53%. That is the average number of women voters in presidential elections since 2000. More than half the electorate. It's a powerful, important voting bloc throughout this 2024 race. We want to hear what women voters have to say about the candidates and the issues in candid conversations with one another. Randy's goal is to be kind of a fly on the wall, not an interviewer per se, more of a facilitator to keep the conversation going. We begin in South Carolina, which will hold its Republican primary this weekend. On the ballot, of course, is the state's former governor, a woman, Nikki Haley. Here's Randy's report. Watch this show. Oh, my goodness. We do, unfortunately. I think Donald Trump may very well win this primary, but my vote is going to Nikki Haley based on my conscience. I think there are a lot of closet Nikki Haley supporters as well, and I'm really excited to see. I didn't find any. But, you know, I, I'm really excited to see, mm -hmm. hopefully, how, how young people turn out this mm -hmm. week. How many of you have decided to vote for Donald Trump in the primary? And how many are voting for Nikki Haley in the primary? Okay, so you're evenly split. Five of these six Republican women in Greenville, South Carolina, thought Nikki Haley was a good governor, but only three of them want her to be president. The way she went in there and handled what I like to call those good old boys and gave it right back to them, she stood up to them. And I'd love to see her do that in, on the federal level. She was a good governor, and I think she'd be a great president. I just am more in line with Donald Trump's philosophy of government needs to be smaller and they need to take less from us. I did not vote for him in 2016. Um, I was aggravated with his um, language and the way mm -hmm. he had to have a nickname for everybody and none of them were <laughs> flattering. But what he did in those four years made me a supporter. To the rhetoric piece that you just said, that was that's the main reason why I'm not voting for him this mm -hmm. go round because I think about mm -hmm. as an educator who I would want to work with as a principal. I would never, I would never want to work for Donald Trump and I would never want him around my kids that I'm teaching. I don't think he's the role model that we need for our country right now. Oh, I'd love to work for Donald J. Trump. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> and I'm for hire, by the way. <laughs> you would be great. But you know it's what? Planned. I think Mary Bradley this group of Southern ladies have a real hard time with his language. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. The issue I have with Donald Trump is his demeanor and his language and how he treats people and women. We live in a very polarized country mm -hmm. and I feel that Donald Trump is very much on a vengeance campaign. It would mean a lot to me as a young woman mm -hmm. to see somebody, to see a female in office. I think that would be really empowering and a lot of you know, women my age that I know feel mm -hmm. the same way. But you wouldn't, none of you here would just vote for her because she's a woman. No, no. absolutely. No, no, no. But I wouldn't no, vote against her either. Right. No. I mean, she's a tough cookie. Yes. And I would trust her completely. I really wish we could shift the conversation to talk about the border. I think, I think Donald Trump will definitely have a stronger stance on the border. And uh, I don't believe that Nikki Haley will have as strong of a stance. I think that her stance is awesome. I think mm -hmm. she's strong. I don't think she would flinch at doing what is necessary. But I think she's also empathetic to the challenges of becoming an American citizen. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want it to be a 10-year process. Yeah, and she be. wants people to be able to come. And like what you were saying, yeah. Candace, experience the American dream. Mm -hmm. And I think not only will she, will she help secure our country, mm -hmm. but I think she'll be more empathetic to that.
As the campaign draws on, Trump is still facing 91 felony charges in four separate cases, and he now has about $438 million in judgments against him. In this group, that's only strengthened his supporters' resolve. It's a political witch hunt. Everybody's like, well, don't you hate that all of your the GOP funding is going to pay Trump's legal bills? No, I'm not. I'll help pay his legal bills. How did you feel when he was arrested? Oh, that locked in my vote. I was like, there we go. Yep. I'm voting yeah, for him. I want the t-shirt. Yeah. I got yeah. the mug. I have the hat. The mug shirt. <laughs> that locked in your vote. Absolutely. I would hope that if, you know, he's exonerated, then everybody accepts that. I hope that if, you know, some things in different places are proven true, then people will accept that. Mm -hmm. What I'm seeing is, the narrative is he's bad, we're just gonna keep throwing things at him, he's bad, he's bad, he's bad, so the public needs to believe he's bad and this is the narrative we're gonna throw at you. Nikki Haley has been attacking Trump pretty forcefully on, on age, alluding to the fact that he should take a cognitive test. Uh, do you think that's fair? Does that resonate with you, Becky? Does. I am a 73-year-old woman. There are people who are cognizant and capable and sadly, there are people who are not. So would not. you support Trump getting a cognitive test? Oh, I think he, I, I wouldn't have a problem I wouldn't have a problem I wouldn't have a problem with it. Problem with it. But it's a, democratic, it's a democratic talking point. I think she's thinking about it more as like, let's get a fresh face in office. And personally, I would love to see somebody who is making policy changes, who's actually going to see those policy changes live out. And I think that's really important. If Nikki Haley does lose this state, loses South Carolina, should she stay in the race? No. no. I think so. I think so. Mm -mm. I mean, Super Tuesday, let's see how it goes. <laughs> I think we've lost some good You're so optimistic. Ask. I love that about you. You're so optimistic. It's the teacher in me. I love that. And you. And you. Yes. Yeah, and you're not jaded Because yes. I'd probably say the same thing if I was here. I think that it needs to go on to Super Tuesday. We mm -hmm. need to hear her voice. She Absolutely has important agree. things to say. Are any of you impressed with her willingness to stay in and fight? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Randy joins us now from Greenville, South Carolina. Do any of the women you spoke with believe Haley has a chance of becoming the nominee? Well, Anderson, of the three Haley supporters in our group, two of them do strongly believe she still has a chance of becoming the nominee. One of them said she doesn't believe, based on the polls, that Nikki Haley has a chance uh, of being the nominee, but she's voting her conscience, and that's why she's still supporting her. I also, Anderson, asked the Haley supporters in our group if they would consider supporting Donald Trump if he becomes the nominee in the general election. One of them said absolutely she will support him. Another told me uh, it's very unlikely she will likely go with either a third-party candidate or the Democratic nominee. And the third Haley supporter in our group said uh, that she just does not buy Donald Trump's election lies. She never did. And she also would consider the Democratic nominee. Mm -hmm. So, Anderson, you have two Haley supporters, two Republican women in our group who say it's very unlikely they will support Donald Trump in the general election if he is the nominee. All right. Randy Kay, thanks so much.